0: Green Pearl, Chapter 1. Wake up, it's sunny! Dad shouted in my ear while I was waking up. Get on your scuba gear, Jenica. My little sister, Lily, shouted across the room. I love to go scuba diving. I always meet the cutest little animals like otters, octopi, and basically all the other sea creatures. As I slipped on my belt where I keep my underwater gadgets, my brother Jake shouted, The otters are waiting! That got me motivated. I hooked my snorkel on and mask onto my belt and jogged to the breakfast table. I and my family are staying in a rental house on the coast of Australia. A lifelong dream of mine was to snorkel the Great Barrier Reef. This year we finally had enough money. Chocolate loops or Cheerios? Lily asked. She shook the Great Barrier Reef out of my mind. Chocolate loops, please, I said. My dream is scuba diving, probably the most famous reef. Lily dumped a heap of chocolate loops into my bowl. I shoved the chocolate oats down my throat and gathered the rest of my underwater gear: a diving mask and snorkel, my wetsuit, scuba gloves, fins, scuba tank, regulator, depth gauge, submersible pressure gauge, which is also my SPG, compass, and my dive computer. I know that's a lot of stuff. Would you rather be safe or sorry? For me, when your life is at risk, I'd be safe. Jenica, Mom shouted, "Hop in the car!" I piled my things in a bag and lugged it into our old rusty gold Dodge Caravan. I hopped in my wet, sandy seat and watched as Jake and Lily hopped in their own wet, sandy seats. How long is it? Lily asked in her most whiny, annoying, shrill, high-pitched voice. I plugged my ears and clicked my seatbelt into place. I could ignore Lily for a pretty long amount of time. That is what older sisters are for. About an hour, Lil, Dad says back. Aw, Lily whines, but I'll get carsick. We know about that all too well, Jake says in his sarcastic voice. I think about the many, many times when Lily said she wasn't carsick and then admitted she was, but only after she had puked all over her scuba gear. I pass back the throw-up bowl that had been used way too many times. Lily grabs it and settles it in the back seat with it on her lap. We are off, Dad shouts and Mom hits the gas. I snatch my scuba gear and rummage through it. It's all blue, my favorite color. Jake's is green and Lily's is pink. After a dozen minutes, that's what it felt like to me, we arrived on the beach. We were going to sail on a boat to get to the perfect spot, and then we were going to jump in. We met the boat person, called Guy, and he led us to our scuba destination. Everyone got all their supplies? Dad asked. think so, we replied. Just to be safe, let's go over the checklist, Mom says. I got my cerulean blue bag and emptied out the contents. My siblings did the same. We're all wearing our wet and dry suits, Dad checked. Check, we replied. Put on your diving mask and snorkel, Mom instructed. We did as she told. Put on your gloves, fins, and tanks, she added. We rummaged around, gathering and wearing our belongings. Help? Lily asked. She was tangled up in the one thing no one could ever get tangled up in. Mom strode over to her and helped her attach the scuba tank. While Mom helped Lily, Dad called out the items that were left. SPG, Dive Computer, Depth Gauge, and Compass, he shouted. I held up one finger to motion for him to pause while I put on my stuff, and Jake did the same. Lily spotted us and copied her older siblings because she was only six and pretty doomed to diving. I attached all the electronics to my belt and gave a thumbs up. Jenica, check. Jake, check. Lily, in progress mom responded dad waited a handful more minutes for mom and Lily then he got impatient and jumped in the water I followed then saw Jake crash in on my left Lily came in on my right I held her hand or tried to regarding the scuba gloves while she awkwardly swam next to me I pointed below us and excuse me she saw sea urchin too I tried to tell her we were on a famous reef but she didn't get the memo It gets pretty boring for the readers after that. Other than Jake smashing into me, seeing a little octopus, and Lily adventuring off on her own, it's boring. "Mm -hmm," Jake said through a snorkel. I didn't get what he meant. Then, wanting me to get his message, he tried to do a weird sign language in a vain effort. He spelled Jenica my name, then got tired and started pointing out things, like pointing at his face for Jake, at me for Jenica, at the ocean for Kelp, etc. After a while, I understood that he wanted to say that he saw fish in kelp. It was a pretty boring message, but I didn't try to tell Jake that. (coughs) (coughs) Lily screamed through her snorkel. I glanced over, and she was tangled in a forest of seaweed. She was madly thrashing around. I calmed her down and gently took the strands of kelp away from her tank, her face, her body, her fins. At last, she swam away, and she gripped on tightly to my hand after that. Then I saw a glint of light at the bottom. I thought it was a seashell, but it looked more interesting. I tried to swim farther down, but Lily snatched my hand. She refused to go farther for now. My family swam ahead, so I flipped my fins, and Lily and I caught up with them. I tried to tell Jake what I saw. I moved my hands to try to look like a seashell. Then I waved my finger for no. He thought I didn't see a seashell. Now that I think about it, I can understand why I might have looked sort of crazy. Eventually, since I was begging Lily to let go of my hand, she transferred to Jake's club. I swam farther down and started my adventures down there. I felt the coral reef, the Great Barrier Reef, and a bright, colorful little fish darted in front of my goggles. He or she hovered about in front of my eyes, and I took out my underwater camera. I snapped a quick picture, then the fish bulleted away. I got right up next to Jake, and then I showed him my picture. He gave me a thumbs up as if to say, nice, Jenica." I smiled to myself and swam down till I could feel the reef brushing against my wetsuit. It was pretty. Then, I came upon a barren white oceanscape. I had read about this. It happens when the polyps that make up the coral become sick. They don't have the vibrant colors of healthy polyps. My family saw it, too. They were pointing and they were gasping through their snorkels. I had never expected this in the awesome Great Barrier Reef. I couldn't stop looking at it. It looked pretty, like a white wedding dress, but also scary and sad. The sparkling thing at the bottom of the reef wouldn't leave my mind, but everything else did. I wanted to go back to the kelp forest and investigate with that sun glinting off an object. Eventually we turned around and I swam ahead eagerly because this was the direction that the glittery thing was in. We swam for quite a while and I started losing hope and going ahead. I slunk back with the rest of my family and let my head hang down. I stared at the bottom of the reef. I saw the white ocean scape. I looked down for a long time, and then I saw something glinting off the sun. Yes! Yes! We had reached a strange object. I flicked my fins till I got to the bottom. I fumbled around with the object regarding my scuba gloves. I found out it was a little pearl, but it was green. Weird. I put it in the little pocket of my belt. I swam on the side of Jake and tried to take the small slippery pearl out of my belt pocket. I couldn't get it, and it slipped out of my scuba glove. It started gently descending. Thought, well, it's gone forever. But Jake didn't think like that. He furiously flapped his flippers. I slowly started to go down, too. Jake grabbed the pearl and slipped it into the pocket of my belt. I smiled through my snorkel and gave my older brother a thumbs up. Yes, he is my older brother. Lily's my younger sister. I'm a middle child. It ain't fun. Jake's bossing me around, and Lily brings all her childish problems to me. But back to the Great Barrier Reef and this awkward green pearl thingamajig. In case I never see it again, I snap a picture of it on my underwater camera. Then I put the camera in a huge belt pocket and the pearl in a tiny belt pocket. I catch up with Lily, Mom, Jake, and Dad. They're about to board the boat. I swim with them and climb up on the ladder to the boat. Guy asks, how was it? I smile and show him my green pearl. I found this object at the bottom of the reef, I say. It's like this green pearl. I feel like it's magical. And I did, just now. It sort of had an eerie green glow-in-the-dark glow when I kept my hands together, making darkness. Wow, Guy said. He seemed impressed. Jenica, right? Yep, I said. I smiled and nodded. I kept the pearl cup tight in between my hands. A green light glowed through the cracks in between my fingers. I didn't want to lose it. At home, I started making a sanctuary for the pearl. I took an old shoebox and lined it with about 30 cotton balls to make it comfy. I don't know why I made the bottom soft, made a pillow, and covered the pearl with a blanket, but I didn't, and I didn't regret doing it. It sort of was a part of me now. What are you doing? Lily asked. I didn't tell the truth. My little sister might think her big sis is going crazy. Um, just organizing my scuba gear. I lied. I grabbed my dive computer and pretended to put it away. I snatched my SPG and lined it up next to the dive computer. Lily shrugged and skipped out of the room. (sighs) That was close but I probably didn't need to put away my scuba gear. I grabbed the items and stuffed them in my cerulean blue scuba bag. Back to the magic pearl. Chapter two. We're gonna scuba the Great Barrier Reef again today. I can't wait. And guess what? Mom did so that I could get my pet. <laughs> get on all your gear, Mom calls. I dump out the contents of my scuba bag and put it on. I hop into my wetsuit and zip it up. I put on my scuba gloves, diving mask, snorkel, and fins. I walk into the living room looking like I'm swimming in air. Lily giggles. I make a silly face and hop into my bedroom to get on the belt and attach the electronics. First step, SPG. I strap that on my belt and then move on to the next step. That is the regulator and depth gauge. I add the depth gauge to my sash and move on But the regulator. I tie it on and then hook up my dive computer. I secure my compass to the belt and grab the scuba tank. I lug it into the car and wait. Lily hops in the back seat, and Jake sits on the seat next to me. I secure my green pearl in my pocket. A while later, it felt longer this time, we reached the coast. I hopped out of the car joyfully and jogged aboard the boat. My family followed. I hopped in the water, this time 100% sure I had everything, and searched the reef for another strange object that might have like a scientific reaction to my green one. I didn't find anything mind-blowing, but I did find a yellow pearl. These strangely colored ocean spheres seem normal now. Guess what? We finished snorkeling on the reef and I got to pick up my new pet. Ooh. I picked a big fish, a striped one, because I adore snorkeling. I don't know what I'm going to name her, but I'm bound to find out soon. Maybe Jacy or Janice. Yes, I want my fish to have the same first me. And I'm the lucky one because neither Jake nor Lily got to pick a pet. I decided on my fish's name, Jax. Lily wanted me to name it Rainbow Sparkle Cupcake. That was so dumb it was out. Jake voted flamethrower, but come on, dude, it's a girl. So Jax it is. Since I've been bored, I tested out the reaction between the yellow pearl and the green pearl. Wow, this will be scientifically exciting. First, I rubbed the two together, but no static. Then I rubbed them in Lily's hair and smashed them together. Still nothing, except the yellow pearl kind of got just a teeny little bit chipped. Now I'm going to try sticking them in my hair to build up static electricity, and then leave them in a covered beaker outside. Ooh, that'll be fun. I checked the beaker outside this morning, and still, nothing happened. I got bored of this, so I plopped the pearls in Jax's fish tank. She seems pleased to have an extra add-on to her tank. Then, one day, Jax got hungry or bored, so she ate both the pearls. She was fine, thank goodness, but I lost my pearls. Do you know how I said they felt like a part of me? Yeah. I felt like half my soul died. I got sad, so I decided to look at pictures from my underwater camera because they were very bright, vibrant, and cheery. I got halfway to my first picture at the end when I saw a picture, I snapped, of the green pearl. There was a yellow smudge in the background, and I suspected that was the yellow one. hum de abracadabra, I solemnly said when Lily demanded I say something funny. She crossed her arms and left Jake because she pouted it wasn't funny enough. That didn't bother me, so I went back to flipping through pictures on my camera. I'm do abracadabra, I repeated for the fun of it. Then my camera shook and the screen turned black. It emitted a flash of blinding white and then it turned back on. Green and yellow pearls melted blobbly out of my camera. I stood looking shell shocked at what happened for about five minutes. Then I grabbed the pearls and kissed them, relieved they were back. A tiny, clear voice broke through the silence. It said, I am your emerald pearl, Ivy. I will grant you five wishes. Another clear voice rang out, proclaiming, I am the color of a ripe banana. You may call me Sunshine. I will give five desires. I sat shell-shocked again for another five minutes and then collected my sanity and wishes. I had ten because Ivy and Sunshine both gave me five. Ivy, I said in my most regal manner, I will use my first wish to get a mermaid tail. A small squeaky sound came out of Ivy and she grew big as a dodgeball. Then she balloons on and shrank. The noise that sounded like a bubble popping, a mermaid tail, I said. I stared and grinned a happy, sly half-smile. Nine wishes for anything in the galaxy. And a long-awaited mermaid tail. Mm-mm, uh-uh. I turned regally, turned sunsh- toward sunshine, and demanded to use, not waste, another wish—a kitty if you can do so. I said very deep and echoey. I smiled that sly half smile and started to crack up at my queenliness. Sunshine started to grow dodgeball big and then shrank. I cannot make living, breathing things, but unfortunately, you have wasted a wish. Sunshine said with a big sigh. I frowned. And wish uh, and rested my chin on my hands then I got an idea and snapped my fingers a light bulb went off in my brain I wish for two more wishes I whisper shouted I lost two but now I gained two so I ended up not wasting a wish sunshine did her thing and I gained two demands let's do this thing chapter 3 so this is kind of a summary for such a long story about famous reefs strangely colored genie pearls and 10 wishes. I took care of Jax, she grew big and strong, got along with my siblings, mostly, and Sunshine and Ivy granted me my wishes. I could go on and on. I'll just say it was a crazy day at Australia's Great Barrier Reef.